It's time to get in the zone with Barto Sports Zone, and we're ready to get your game day started. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Barto Sports Zone team. I know that Jackson Hyde is here, Alan Sanders. We expect to be joined by Brad Stevens and Nick Sullivan a little bit later on. Today we'll visit with Woodland softball coach Matt Montgomery and Cass head football coach Steve Gates. We'll also preview each of tonight's high school football games, recap some other local sports, touch on the Braves, and maybe even get to a little college football. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you joined us, and we remind you that Bartow Sports Zone is brought to you each week in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Schottenkirk Honda, Derek Stranger, Edward Jones Financial Advisor, All Weather Heating and Air, Frazier Maneri Insurance, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All-Star Roofing, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Three-Way Campers, First Class Collision Center, and Hydro Pro Wash, Northwest Georgia's premier pressure washing service. Well, it's time to get this morning's show started and welcome in our opening guest of the morning, Woodland High School softball coach, Matt Montgomery. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Thank you all for having me on this morning. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Pleased to have you here. And uh, let me just begin this by saying congratulations on a a great year. Yeah, thank you. Uh, This girl's done a heck of a job. Uh, It was, you know, I kind of told them the other day when we started off and looked at our record after the first nine games when we were, you know, 1-7-1, and I didn't think we'd be sitting in Columbus right now. Yeah, that's a, a. It's more than a turnaround. You have to kind of feel your way into the season. You played a really tough early part of the schedule and uh, made your way all the way to South Commons and the Olympic Softball Complex down there in Columbus, Georgia. Well, welcome back to Bartow Sports. I know we've had you on here for baseball before, but this is your first year with the softball program. Yes, sir. Uh, you see, you know, Coach Roberts has been there for. I think 22 years or something and, and built it into a, a great thing. I was pretty, when they, he came and talked to me about it and, uh, and co- coaches came and talked to me about it. I said, you know, that's not a, it was a kind of a no brainer, uh, the type of program it is and the character has always been associated with it. It was, it's, uh, I'm, you know, just pretty lucky to be a part of it. Well, last night's results weren't exactly what you wanted when you get to the elite eight, uh, a four to nothing loss last night to stars mill, Man, oh man, you ran into a really good pitcher in Lily Backness. <laughs> yes, sir. She's everything everybody said she was. Um, you know, like I said, we we know there's you come down here, you're not gonna play any more bad teams. Uh you wouldn't make it here if you were. So uh yeah, she they were I think they were state runner up last year and I believe returned seven starters um off of that state runner up team and uh I mean she's you know, she's going to North Carolina for a reason. Uh it was and, you know it, you always think as a coach, there's things that you could have done better to do this and that. And, but, you know, it was, uh, it, it's a, you know, our first trip down here, I think that was a big advantage for them. Uh, you know, none of our girls have experienced this in Columbus. They're, they're on our team now. And, uh, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of fanfare and it's a lot of, which is neat. It's, it's cool to be a part of, but I think we got caught up in that a little bit as well. Uh, not sure what it mattered with the way she's pitching, but, uh, she was really, really good. Yeah, 17 strikeouts last night, only two walks uh, and a no-hitter against you guys. Um, just a really strong pitcher, and you're right. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's going back quite a few years, but uh, I, I guess the last time Woodland was down there was when I had the cast team down there as well in a, a couple of different classifications. So Coleman Roberts and I would talk about that and reminisce about those days quite often <laughs> over the years. But uh, congratulations on an outstanding year. Uh, we'll get to more of it in just a few minutes, but right here before the break, it was scoreless early, and uh, your pitcher, Laney Baker, apparently she pitched really well. Oh, yeah, she uh, she battled as well. I mean, it was toe-to-toe, and you know, going into a game and facing people like that, I, I feel like they were pretty – uh, things are fairly similar. Uh, you know, got a really good pitcher, and yeah, you know, we knew it was going to be kind of tight. And there was a few plays. You know, we had a few plays that it make 
And uh, you know, when you're facing a pitcher like that, you know you've got to be you've got to be able to make plays and you get opportunities, and you can't give them bases and give them runs because you do that, and the team gets comfortable. And you know, it, yep. it, then that makes it a little, little looser, a little better. And uh, I mean, I don't think you know I think they hit one ball hard off Laney and uh, Coach. What's your we'll th- not to know? We'll talk more oh, about sorry. it when we come back. We need to hit this hard break, and then we'll be back to talk more about details from that game. Stay with us, folks. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Hey folks, this is Sean with San Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football? High school, college, and pro? You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also your headquarters for all kinds of audio, security, and specialty accessories? With audio brands like Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer, Alpine, and more, they can make that upgrade you desire happen. Need a hitch, bedliner, toolbox, step bar, or roof rack? Styles Auto Care is your place. They have WeatherTech products too. Styles Auto Care on West Avenue where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. This is Carsville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today, 470-420-4200, or Google us at Pritchard Injury Firm. Barto Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson along with Alan Sanders, Jackson Hyde, and we're visiting with Coach Matt Montgomery via our Zoom line from Columbus, Georgia, where the Lady Cats softball team from Woodland High School are down there playing in the Elite Eight, uh, the final eight for Class 5A. Uh, that's being hosted down there at the South Commons Olympic Softball Complex in Columbus. The Lady Cats lost their opener last night to Stars Mill, four to nothing. Uh, but uh, again, I kind of cut you off because of that last commercial break, Matt. But uh, a, a solid pitching performance by Laney Baker, who's been really good all year long. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, she's uh, you battled through a lot this year, and you know, Columbus State coming commit, and you know, she's coming down here. She, she did exactly what we needed her to do last night. Uh, yeah, I feel like we. Stars, you know, Stars Mill is a really good team. They're solid. They know, you know, who they are. They're going to try to get a couple runs with that pitcher in the circle. And if they do that, then, you know, they, they feel pretty good. Um, and I don't have the stats necessarily in front of me, but I think, you know, Laney had a pretty good, I think, nine or ten strikeouts, something like that. Um, and really, they only – I'd only say they hit one really hard ball off of her all night, even with that. We uh, gave them some bases and, uh, you know, those puts down some good bunts. You know, gets her defense, so we didn't quite get, and uh, and then she had a kind of timely hitting where uh, the back of girl that pitches also was. I mean, Lady made a great pitch. It was 0-2, and she threw one, you know, out out of the zone, and the, she just went and got it and hit it over her left fielder's head and scored uh, two runs there. And I think that was kind of that was kind of a backbreaker. Uh, we had Lady had pitched out a couple jams, and then when that happened, it we scored one more after that and one more the next inning. Um, but, I mean, then we came back and, and held them down back after that. So, uh, I feel like we played okay uh, once we kind of got the, you know, got the lights out of our eyes a little bit, the, all the hoopla and the, you know, the fanfare and all that, which is great. I mean, but I think we I think we were, we were stuck in that a little bit there at the beginning of the game. Jackson Hyde's with us this morning. I know you have a question for Coach Montgomery. It, yeah, Coach, it was, uh, you know, pretty amazing to me that uh, out of the final eight in our classification three of them came from our region and 
I just learned off the air that uh, you drew one of those familiar faces in Calhoun today. Uh, what can you tell us a little bit about Calhoun and, and what you guys need to do to get the victory today? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're, you know, we, we kind of talked about it after the season we doing the all-region things, and we, we felt like, um, you know, us and Blessed Trinity and Calhoun and all that, you know, so I feel like we're all fairly fairly even. You know, we were dealing with some injuries at the beginning, and you know, one of them said the it could have been way closer in the in the top of the region there if, if that wasn't the case at the beginning of the year. But uh, you know, I mean, I think we feel comfortable the fact that we, you know, we, you know, we're not we were behind them in the region, but coming down here at this point, I mean, if you're here, you belong. So I, yeah, with some confidence, we we have beat both of those teams. So if we go you know come up against them, I don't think it's a I don't think it's going to be a mental problem. I, you know, it's the same thing you're going to have to do to win down here anyway. You're going to, have to you know pitch well and not give up, not make a lot of mistakes and have timely hitting coach it's a cliche but i guess your approach has to be to take small bites to eat the elephant so to speak two games today a possible one at three another at seven uh that would get you back to the final four what, what's the approach with your pitching situation and all that uh with a a, a, a long schedule in front of you if you're yeah. to make it all the way back through the bracket well, I, mean, I told the girls after the game, I said, we haven't done, you know, nothing this season's gone conventionally for us anyway. So why would we expect it to be different when we come down here? Um, but, I, I mean, as, as far as that, you know, that goes, to be honest with you, I, I don't feel like we're in a pretty good situation. We have three really good pitchers that we can throw out there. You know, a lot of these, and not taking anything away from any other team down here, but, you know, you come to a lot of really good softball teams have that one girl that they can put in the circle and sure. they kind of go how she goes. Um, you know, we've, if you know, with Laney's not going to be able to come back and throw seven games, um, but you know, I, I, we have no problem and have no reserve putting you know Peyton Dorn or Cassie Jones out on, in the circle, and they've proven time and time again that they can pitch in big games and uh, and be really successful. So I mean, you know, if anybody could do it, like I said, I, we feel like we're we we could be built for that if we if it starts rolling. And I mean, you know, as well as anybody, um, when that happens, you get some momentum, you get some confidence. That can be take you farther than talent at times anyway absolutely calhoun's the uh opening opponent this afternoon how have those matchups i know you played each other three times i guess it was during the regular season how did those matchups go and what kind of weapons do they present for you this afternoon uh yeah we were the first game was uh right there kind of the beginning of the season it was one of those i think we had we played the cast we went and uh it was close for a couple innings and it got away from us in the first one there when we were still sort of trying to figure out who we were and, and get our chemistry kind of set. And then when they came to our place on a doubleheader, we won one to nothing, Laney pitching the first game. And then the second game was, I think it was one to one or nothing to nothing in the fifth or sixth inning. And, um, their, uh, their center fielder hit a home run. And, uh, I think that kind of made a couple of errors and it kind of broke the floodgates open. But I mean, I feel like, yeah, they they swing the bat really well. Um, their center fielder and catcher were both first team all region. You know, there was their um, the good thing is we've seen all their pitchers by this point. So I think they threw a different girl against us each game. So it's you know we've, we've got to look. It's familiar. Uh, and just gotta I said gotta pitch and play defense and get some hits when when it when it counts. It sounds really simple, but uh, you're absolutely correct. Once you get to that level, it boils down to the most simple aspects of softball. Well, Coach Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Wildcats, uh, thanks for joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone, and best of luck to your team as you continue at the state finals down there in Columbus this weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I want to give a huge thank you to the community. Uh, we had to kind of ask for some help to, you know, getting down here and everything and it was extremely humbling how many people uh reached out to back us and 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 just you know the support was unbelievable we live in a great community and i'm very appreciative of everybody that helped us uh on this trip great to hear that and uh congratulations one more time to the lady cats in woodland good luck thank you sir we'll take a break and be back with more of bartow sports zone Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. 
Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. It's WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. You already know at Johnny's Pizza we offer $1 cheese slices on Monday, and Tuesdays we host Team Trivia at 7.30. But I also wanted to take a moment to let you know about our extensive lunch menu that we offer Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We offer nine different lunch options, each with a free drink. They're made fresh to order, and we'll make sure that we get you out of here in plenty of time to get back to your day. Stop by Johnny's Pizza for lunch, 244 North Dixie Avenue. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. When choosing a pro for work on your roof gutters or deck, choose the licensed and insured stars at All Star Roofing. Whether it's residential or commercial property, our focus on craftsmanship is unmatched in North Georgia. For free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All-Star Roofing at 678-245-9658, visit 30 East Main Street in Cartersville, or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Rest easy under the stars when it's an All-Star Roof. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Glad you could join us for this game day Friday. We also want to thank Coach Matt Montgomery of the Woodland Lady Cad softball program. They're down in Columbus at the Elite Eight for Class 5A, and we want to wish them all the best as they continue play in that double elimination tournament today. They'll take on Calhoun at 3 o'clock and a, a win there. Uh, we'll put them one game away from the final four. Uh, they would play that second game this evening at 7 o'clock. So we'll have Rock and Shop live look-ins throughout the night as we bring you high school football here on WBHF and then over on BartosportZone.com. And speaking of BartosportZone.com, that game will be basically the third-place game for Region 7-5A, and it'll feature the Cass Colonels at home against the Blessed Trinity Titans. And uh, to preview that game and talk about that action tonight, we've got head coach of the Cass Colonels, Steve Gates, with us this morning. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Welcome back to the Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Well, let's start with some positives this morning, Coach. Uh, it was not a win last Friday night at Calhoun. And even the final score to those who were not there uh, will look a little one-sided. But as a broadcaster, there was a sense of urgency by both teams in that game, even into the fourth quarter, 28-14 to 14 going into that final period. It felt like your guys had a shot knocking off number six Calhoun going into that fourth quarter. You're you're correct, Charles. We're the best way I've tried to tell people all week long is is the gap is closing and and we're getting there. Uh, kind of a little bit ahead of a schedule, you know. I thought that we could, you know, eventually start to play with those top caliber teams like that in the next few years, but these kids have have risen to the occasion and and have already gotten us to that point. Now we just have to continue uh, with the progression and have them trust the process and continue to buy in, and uh, the gap will uh, be no longer before long. Coach, I got to ask you. I mean, you're there every day. I'm not. Uh, you're there with those kids. Has there been some carryover from that uh, this week at practice where they feel like, hey, we got a shot with these guys? Yeah, and I noticed it, and I told the kids this, too. Um, I told our staff this. Uh, last Friday night, uh, last play of the second quarter, uh, as the clock went down, we were down, Charles. We were down 21-14. And I looked at our kids, and for the first time in 18 months of being at Cass High School, those kids believed. 
they 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 it was like we were up 28 10 i mean it was just the look on in their eyes they they actually for literally for the first time i sensed that they believed finally they could play with these type of teams um because even leading up to that game i had some starters saying oh we got to play calhoun we got to play calhoun how about we get to play calhoun that's the attitude they had sure at the end of that second quarter and and it it, it you know it bled into this week we had a couple good practices one not so good um but you know we're ready for tonight we're as ready as we're going to be and uh we'll give it a shot you gave up five touchdowns to a really highly ranked offense in the state of Georgia in Class 5A. But I told others after the game, the defense came up with some big plays in that game. It was the turnovers that simply put them in some really bad situations. 100%. And and I was, I was brought up with Wayne McDuffie, learning a lot from him at Georgia with, you know, no penalties, no turnovers. Uh, and and we, we've solved a lot of the – penalties um but we're still working on the turnovers and and you know a lot of that is uh you know we work on it in practice the coaches work on it pretty hard in practice but you know that's the the risk and reward of somebody like a Devin Henderson and and he knows this conversation I've had it with him several times because he's he gets so down on himself about it but you know his reward outweighs the risk you know he just like the fumble on the one yard line he wouldn't have been on the one-yard line to fumble if he didn't break six tackles on the 12-yard line. So, you know, that's something that I'm going to – it's not that I'm okay with because I wanted to score. He wanted to score, but he put us in that position to almost score by being dynamic and doing the things he does. Um, but we'll hopefully fix some of the turnovers. Great points, Coach, and uh, we're going to talk more about – Not only last week's game, but the game coming up tonight with the Blessed Trinity Titans when we return. Uh, We've got high school football coming up later on this evening. Cartersville and Calhoun here on WBHF will have Cass and Blessed Trinity on BartosportsZone.com. Stick around, folks. We'll be back with more from Coach Steve Gates. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. They take on the Blessed Trinity Titans tonight. That game will be live on BartosportsZone.com. You can go to the website and listen using the audio player on the website, or you can use the MixLR app. Uh, just uh, download that free app and then search for Barto Sports Zone to pick up all the audio of tonight's game. We'll have pregame coverage starting at 6 p.m., kickoff at 7.30. And the game here on WBHF is a big one. It's Calhoun and Cartersville from Wyman Stadium uh, with the same pregame show and kickoff over at Wyman at 7.30. Coach, uh, last week, well, I want to touch on one more item from last week's game at Calhoun. Uh, they ran off some big chunk plays in the running game, but uh, your offensive line, I think, had maybe its best performance since the Temple game. I thought Freddie Beatty uh, had his best game running the football. He appeared to run harder and with, with more confidence, and I think that had a lot to do with the play of your offensive line. Uh, I agree 100%. They have gotten uh, – that's one of our position groups that has, has definitely gotten better. Um, each week, uh, the grades show it. Um, Coach Gates has done a tremendous job with them, uh, with the help of Coach McCorder. Uh, but they, they just, they've, they've started to get some nastiness and which, which you gotta have. You just gotta have. So they're the, the Tyler Martin, uh, Tyler Pinson, they, they've, they've all done tremendous job getting better each week. 
and um, it showed. And yes, you're correct. Freddie ran his tail off. Uh, every every run was a hit and a lean forward. Yes, uh, not a not a neutral or a lean back. He was going to get another yard to three yards just by his forward lean, and it showed. You know, um, on on a lot of those runs. But no, the offensive line. I couldn't be more pleased with their progress over the entire season. Jackson, jump in here. Speaking of running game, coach, uh, jumping into tonight, um, the no no question, one of the best running backs, if not one of the best football players in the state, will be in in the dug tonight in the in the Haynes kid. Um, he's been successful every week, uh, regardless of the opponent. Um, what what's the game plan? What's, what what are we going to try to do there? Well, you got to contain him the best you can. You know. Uh, you know, Coach Gaddy said it best last year on the sideline. He was like, he's just like a ghost. So if you can just picture standing on the sideline and seeing a, a smooth ghost through go through your defense, that's what he's like. It's and that was a good description from from Coach Gaddy. But you know, Blessed Trinity has lost four games, guys. Two of the four Haynes didn't play in. The other two are against two top five teams in the state. So, Blessed Trinity is still Blessed Trinity. They're an extremely talented football team. They're deep. Um, they got an incredible quarterback in J.C. French. Um, so, we're you know, we're just going to have to try to contain Haynes. He's going to get his, as some people would say. He's going to get mines or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he'll get, you know, he's gotten 200 yards on pretty much everybody that they've played all year long, even the Cartersville and Calhoun teams. Uh, he's still going to – he, like you said, one of the best players in the state. So if we can contain him some and, and tackle him, um, uh, who knows? Let's see what uh, what happens. Coach, this is a blessed Trinity defense that's given up 35 points per game since it limited Woodland to only three. Now, granted, that was against Calhoun, Cartersville, and Hiram, three pretty good offenses. Uh, but you proved last week your offense can move the ball too, and and those total points allowed are almost identical to what your colonels allowed against those same three teams. Are we looking at a shootout tonight? Uh, could be. You know, Coach McCorder has got this offense uh, clicking. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're averaging almost the same on run and pass. So he's balanced. He's doing a lot of great things, creativity with, uh, a lot of window dressing. Um, so we, you know, yeah, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a shot. I don't, uh, we'll see. Um, it's going to be fun. It's, it's, uh, hopefully the rain stays away a little bit. It's going to be cold Friday night, end of October, uh, um, kind of the what I always uh, relate it to is the Jacksonville weather. You know, Georgia, Florida is tomorrow at three thirty, and and it seems like it's always drizzly, you know, rainy and cold and windy. Well, that's going to be tonight, uh, and um, looking forward to it. A former bulldog yourself. Let's wrap this up. Tell us how that game's going to go tomorrow in Jacksonville. I hate the seventeen point spread. Is what I hate. I. Uh, I don't know if we're, you know, it's 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 one of those games that you can't look at a spread. You really can't because we could see that Florida team that that is scrappy and resent, you know, relentless and resilient. And uh, I don't know, I don't know, Charles. I know I'm gonna <laughs> put a brisket on the smoker tonight. I know that I'll be ready by three thirty tomorrow. That a boy. Good luck, Coach Gates, tonight against Blessed Trinity. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a good day. Go get them, Coach. House money. Yes, sir. That's Coach Steve Gates of the Cass Colonels. They take on Blessed Trinity tonight on BartosportsZone.com. And you can also listen on the MixLR app. We'll take our next time out of the show, and then we'll be back with more of Bartos Sports Zone. Stick around. Welcome back to Bartos Sports Zone as we move into our second hour of the morning here on Bartos Morning News. Second hour of Bartos Sports Zone brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, All Weather Heating and Air, Frazier Maneri Insurance, 
Hydro Pro Wash, Northwest Georgia's premier pressure washing service, first-class collision, three-way camper, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, All-Star Roofing, Wilson Pools, and Johnny's New York-style pizza. We want to remind you that your daily local news for sports and updates are always available on our website, bartosportszone.com. And next week, our uh, scheduled guest is Coach Eric Bishop. They'll have the only local game next week as they take on LFO. And uh, we'll have Coach Eric Bishop in here to preview that game for you uh, next week as the Adairsville Tigers uh, try to make their way into the playoff picture tonight and next week try to sew things up in Region 6 AAA. So we hope you'll join us each and every week, 710 until 9 a.m. right here for Bartow Sports Zone. Well, it's time for our hot or cold segment this week presented by All Weather Heating and Air where we take a look at someone or a team in sports who's hot or cold. It's been a recurring theme for us the last few weeks, guys. Uh, How can any topic be hotter in our area right now than our Atlanta Braves? Uh, Tuesday night, the wind was thrilling. Solar with the leadoff home run. The Braves bullpen did an outstanding job, even right-handed reliever that everyone gets upset with. Luke Jackson retired five outs with uh, no walks and struck out three of the six batters he faced. The bad news out of Tuesday night was the loss of Charlie Morton for the rest of the year, of course, Broke his leg with the hard-hit ground ball, and it broke his fibula, but he will be back for spring training in 2022. Game two Wednesday night, not so thrilling for Braves fans. Jose Urquidy limited the Braves to just two runs through the first five innings, and the Astros tied the series at 1-1. Max Freed got touched up for four runs in the second inning, and the Braves' bats just weren't able to do much against that Houston bullpen. But uh, tonight... And the rest of the weekend, games three, four, and five are here in Atlanta. Uh, So uh, some exciting times for baseball. And uh, we'll have a lot of it right here on WBHF. So, Brad, uh, you're following the Braves now. I know you're not a big baseball guy, but uh, you can't help but jump in there during the World Series. I've had a blast watching these Atlanta Braves. Quite frankly, the, the, the fun of it for me was them shutting up all those Dodgers uh, announcers. That's what I call them. They were might as well have been the Dodgers announcers on on the, the network. They they were clearly pulling for LA. I was so glad that Atlanta was able to pull that one off. And then when Solaire led off the World Series with a home run, that was really awesome. I, I I got on the bandwagon really quick. I'm pulling for these guys big time. But you know you got to be inspired by the play of like Eddie Rosario and other guys who are stepping up now. You know when the time is is best. And once again, doing all of this without Ronald Acuna which nobody would have ever predicted. I, you know, you, you got to be excited. They got the next three games at home. Uh, they could very well sweep this thing at home and win this. I'm not trying to jinx anybody, but I, I feel like that could happen. Alan, can the Braves offense produce enough to keep up with the Astros? They've got a really good offense over there. And can the Braves bullpen do just enough to give the Braves offense a chance? You know, when you look at uh, trends and you look at stats and numbers, because everybody does that with baseball, Braves are so far undefeated in postseason play at home. So, yes, absolutely, with hometown field advantage and the crowd, why not go for a three-game-in-a-row back here at home? You know, split on the road, but win the games at home, you're guaranteed a World Series win. Well, the Braves are hot right now, but you don't have to be. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to evaluate your heating or cooling needs and get your HVAC system updated or repaired. Call 770-315-5909. Visit the All Weather office at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. We've got high school football coming up for you tonight. Right here on WBHF, the region championship game and the final game of the regular season for Cartersville as they host the Calhoun Yellow Jackets tonight here on WBHF. Pre-game at 6, kickoff at 7.30. The Johnny's New York-style pizza Bartow County game of the week on BartowSportsZone.com is Blessed Trinity at Cass. And we'll have more on all of that when we come back to Bartow Sports Zone. Here 
Good morning, everyone. Charles Wilson here along with Brad Stevens, Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, and now we're joined by Nick Sullivan. We're glad you could join us this morning for Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. This segment brought to you in part by First Class Collision Center, who not only provides free estimates, works with all the insurance companies, and maintains a Google five-star customer rating, but now First Class has a truck collision body shop for all this area's big rigs. That's the big 18-wheelers. First Class does all types of mechanical work on all types of vehicles, too. They're located just south of Grassdale on Joe Frank Harris Parkway, First Class Collision, specializing in fiberglass and aluminum with quality workmanship on all makes and models. Call 770-755-2200 for your free estimate today or visit First Class Collision on Facebook. Guys, uh, we've touched on it several times this morning already throughout the show. Woodland Softball uh, down in Columbus. Uh, they're at the Class 5A Elite 8 Tournament. Uh, the Lady Cats were no hit and shut out by Stars Mill last night in a four to nothing loss. They ran into arguably the best pitcher in the state of Georgia out of uh, Stars Mill. They're in the elimination bracket now, and they'll play Calhoun, a very familiar foe out of Region Seven Five A, uh, this afternoon in an elimination game. If they can win that one, they would play a second game tonight at seven o'clock. Two wins tonight by Woodland, or today and tonight. Uh, would put them in the final four. And uh, what has already been a very successful year uh, could could really be an outstanding year if they can reach the final four. Nick, uh, your thoughts on the Woodland pursuit of uh, reaching deeper into the state playoffs? Yeah, um, I, I was down there uh, yesterday for the game, and uh, – you, you weren't kidding uh, about uh, Lily Backus for, for Stars Mill, uh, North Carolina commit. She's, uh, she was the real deal. Um, obviously, uh, they like, they'll like their chances today against uh, Calhoun, a team that they're you know, familiar with, even though Calhoun you know, took two out of three during the regular season. Um, you know, probably a coin flip in that game. Um, and if they uh, are able to uh, survive that one, um, you know, once you start getting into these uh, – elimination rounds and you know teams are having to throw their second and third pitchers sometimes um or a tired ace perhaps you know anything can happen so um i definitely think that um if they can get the bats going today that they've got a they've got a chance to, to pick up a couple of wins we'll look forward to following that our other sports news update brad i'll turn to you and jackson you guys covered the woodland Hiram game last night woodland led 17 to 14 at halftime freshman running back isaiah livesey uh, filling in last night, uh, had a solid first half. Quarterback Breelis Williams, he looked good throwing and running the football on the zone read last night in that opening half. But then Hiram's running game just kind of took over in the second half. They built a 35-17 to lead and then uh, held on for a 35-24 win over the Wildcats. Both teams finishing 1-9 and on the year. Brad, uh, you were on the call last night. Uh, I thought Woodland had a chance when we went to the intermission. Yeah, Jackson and I made it clear right, right off the bat in the third quarter, you saw that Hiram made an adjustment and they figured out something in the middle of that line of scrimmage and they started just handing the ball off to Adonis Desson, who probably has had five 100-yard games this year for Hiram. Even though they're one and nine, he's been a bright spot and uh, he did a lot of damage out there. He had a couple of touchdowns in the second half. Just not a lot they could do with him. He's one of those guys, he's not big, uh, but he does have home run speed, and he finds the hole really quickly, and he's really patient, uh, and he does a really good job out there. And most, he was in the second level really quick. I think Harlan Morris probably had 17 tackles last night, and it was mostly on him getting in that second level. Uh, tough game for Woodland. Uh, they had a great first half. They played hard in the second. They just couldn't get that run game stopped. Uh, but they had a couple of big plays that made it kind of interesting at the end as well. Uh, so, you know, there's no quitting these Wildcats. We've seen it before. We'll sure see it again, but, uh, you know, you got to tip your hat to Hiram last night. Had a great second half. Jackson, your thoughts on that uh, game last night? Uh, just exactly what Brad uh, said right there. It's uh, the adjustments Hiram made uh, on the offense and defensive side of the ball in the second half uh, was the difference in the game. Uh, Hiram kind of lulled them to sleep a little bit. They were set up to, to pass about the whole second quarter. About every play was a pass look. They ran a draw a few times, and I think uh, 
Woodland may have made an adjust, adjustment at halftime to kind of help herself on that a little bit. And uh, then next thing you know, Hiram's just pounding it right down the middle. And uh, It was a good adjustment by Hiram and a, a hard-fought game by Woodland. I really wanted them to get that, get that last win. Yeah, we were all pulling for the Wildcats to get one more win to close out the season. I want to touch on uh, another game we'll be keeping an eye on tonight throughout our evening and our two broadcasts that we have with WBHF and Bartow Sports Zone. Adairsville, 6-2 and two on the year, 4-2 and two in Region 6 AAA. They're at North Murray tonight, who's also 4-2 and two in Region 6 AAA. Uh, well, let's start with you, Brad. This is essentially a game for what could be for third place in Region 6 AAA. And if it's like any of the other games they've had with North Murray, it's going to be a barn burner. We've called a few of those over the years, Charles, and they've always been a, a tight ball game uh, with some a lot of drama, uh, a lot of trick plays. There's going to be some Riverboat Gambler moments in this game, I guarantee you, to try to secure that third place. But uh, I think Adairsville, you know, they're going to be smarting from that uh, loss over at Rockmart in the shootout they had. So and they know what's at stake. So I know Coach Bishop will have them ready. They're going to do what they do on offense with Gouge and and all the athletes, Chris Roper, they're going to, I think they're going to pull out the win tonight, but it'll be very close. Jackson, this is a key game for Adairsville in this stretch. They're going to close with LFO, who hasn't won a game yet. So you feel pretty good about the Tigers' final week. But uh, real quickly here, what do you expect out of the Tigers as they head to take on the Mountaineers? Uh, well, they can, they can build on their offensive performance last week. They put uh, more points on Rockmart than anybody has all year. Um, offensively, they may have turned the corner a little bit. I know the sophomore quarterback, obviously hard to call him a sophomore now. He's nine games into uh, into his sophomore season. But I, I hope that they can uh, can, can build on that and because they're going to have to score some points. North Murray's going to – going to Seth Griffin, Griffin's a real good quarterback for them. They're going to they're gonna put some points on the board, so it's going to be important for Adairs to do that. And most importantly, we got three games – that mean playoff seating this Friday night. And how many years has it been since we've been able to say that? That's it's a big thing in the county this tonight. Absolutely, and a great point. We're going to talk about Calhoun and Cartersville and Blessed Trinity and Cass when we come back. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone on WHF. everyone welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone we're going to turn our attention now to two other games on the high school football docket tonight a big one over at Weinman Stadium our game tonight on WBHF countdown to kickoff presented by Glenda Mitchell Law Firm starts at 6 p.m. by the way this game is also a TV game on GPB so there's lots of statewide attention. Calhoun, 8-1 on the year, 4-0 in Region 7-5A. They're at Cartersville tonight, 8-0 and 4-0. Nick Sullivan, this one is for the Region Championship and the number one seed in the Class 5A state playoffs. Yeah, just the ho-hum uh, game there. <laughs> between, uh, you know, two also-rans, I guess you could say, but I mean – Really, when, when you look at it on paper, I mean, I, I think this one should go down to the wire. Um, Calhoun uh, gave him a really strong test last year. Um, Cartersville ended up pulling away a little bit at the end. Um, but, you know, Calhoun's a lot better, I think, this year um, with most of their guys coming back and a couple of new additions that are helping out. And, um, Cartersville just kind of plug and play seemingly um, – you know, getting getting guys in there and everybody's kind of stepping up for them at the right time. Cartersville's number one in Class 5A. Calhoun is number six. Both programs own four state titles over the years. Jackson, uh, Cartersville has not lost a regular season home game since 2011. That's a streak of 53 games. An advantage tonight to be at Weinman. Absolutely, and uh, quite honestly, I think it'll be 54 after tonight. I think the uh, line of scrimmage is going to be key. I think Cartersville's offensive line is just going to be a little bit better than that Calhoun front seven. Um, a steady dose of the running game from, from Cartersville. I think they can sew this game up probably early in the second half. Brad, you've had a chance to see both Cartersville and Calhoun now 
your thoughts on tonight's matchup. I'm with Jackson. If I'm Cartersville and I watch the actually I watch the cast game with Calhoun, I'm playing bully ball. I'm running right at them uh, between the tackles, bounce it outside, do whatever you got to do. I think the Carswell's offensive line will will dictate what happens on the line of scrimmage tonight. Mari White will go for over 100 yards, and I think Carswell wins by 14 or more. Our other game is on BartosportsZone.com. Blessed Trinity and Cass, both five and four overall, two and two in the region. It's our Johnny's New York style pizza Barto County game of the week. The winner, Brad, gets the number three seed in the state playoffs. Uh, you know, couldn't be more excited for the Colonels in that program. They've needed it so bad, and they finally clinched something. And, you know, they, they got to Calhoun last week, played a lot of inspired ball, and you take away some of those turnovers. And you might be telling everybody there's a cast win last week. I, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating that. But they got a lot to play for tonight. They got a great running back, for, and Justice Haynes coming in town, so they're going to have to buckle down on defense. But – I would do the same offense I did with Calhoun, run it right at him. Uh, you know, get Freddie Beatty out there, let him uh, run between the tackles and get in space. He was leaning forward, like Coach Gates said earlier. You know, none of his runs were neutral or, or falling back. He was leaning forward the whole time, and they're going to need that tonight. And they can pull off this win and get that number three seed. Jackson, we've got about a minute before we have to take our next break. A big night uh, upcoming for Sokovi White. He'll be a key. Devin Henderson with 1,400 yards passing and over 700 rushing, but you got to eliminate the turnover bug. Yep, turnovers are a big key. I think we've had uh, 10 or 11 in the last two ball games. We eliminate those tonight and uh, can establish Freddie with that running game early. Uh, I think we got a chance. Uh, Coach Coach Gates said it best. Uh, Haynes is going to get his. He's going to get his yards. Um, we've got to just match them. We got to answer every time they get one in. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's great to have an important game at Cass on, in week nine. That's awesome. Blessed Trinity will come in there with a really good running back in Haynes. He's being recruited all over the country. J.C. French, their quarterback, has offers from Virginia Tech and Tulane. And then, of course, we've seen Evan Dickens. He's the second running back, and he has uh, plenty of touchdown runs and is also a threat with that blessed Trinity offense. We'll have that game for you tonight on BartosportsZone.com and on the MixLR app. We'll take our next time out here on Bartos Sports Zone, and then we'll be back to talk a little college football. Stick around. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone as we head down the back stretch and the home stretch of this week's show here on WBHF. So glad you could join us for Bartow Sports Zone. We're here each Friday, 710 until 9 a.m. I'm your host, Charles Wilson, along with Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, Nick Sullivan, and Alan Sanders in studio this morning, keeping all the plates spinning and up in the air. Uh, let's talk a little college football, guys. Number one, Georgia taking on Florida. Tomorrow afternoon in Jacksonville, uh, the Bulldogs taking on the rival Gators in a game that's no longer called the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. They took that official moniker away. Uh, but the Bulldogs are heavy favorites. We've seen 14-and-a-half to 17 uh, in most of the books that are scattered around. Uh, but Coach Dan Mull Mullen and the Gators, uh, they can never be ruled out in this annual grudge match. Alan, I know you are looking forward to uh, relaxing and, well, maybe relaxing and watching a little college football tomorrow. Well, they may not call it the world's largest cocktail party, but I will be doing my share of cocktail <laughs> drinking. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I, I know this is a rivalry game, and I know you don't overlook a rival regardless of record, but Florida is terrible. Georgia is on fire. Not only do I think Georgia gets the you know makes or beats the spread, I think they're going to beat it by a lot. It's going to be like when they they thought Arkansas was going to come in and do something to Georgia. This is going to be embarrassing for Florida. Jackson Hyde, I know you're a Georgia Tech guy. These Georgia fans, uh, they are on fire right now, and they're a little confident. Uh, but since 1990, Florida leads this series 22 to nine. Uh, but of course, in the uh, history of the rivalry when Georgia is ranked and the Gators are not in the rankings. Georgia has won 12 of 15. I want to hear your take from the Georgia Tech perspective. 
Uh, the defense that Georgia is going to put on the field tomorrow is well superior to the uh, offense that Florida is going to try to answer that with. I, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty easy game for Georgia. It's easy for me to say. I know Brad's going to be nervous. There's turmoil in that Florida locker room. They've got they got a lot of issues on and off the field, and uh, I, I don't see it being a close game. Uh, I think right out of the gate, Georgia sets the tone, gets an early score, and, and cruises in. Nick Sullivan, the most recent examples of uh, the numbers that I just gave you uh, was, or the most recent example was in 2017 when the Bulldogs were highly ranked and on a great season and Florida was unranked. Georgia won that game 42-7. to Do you see anything like that tomorrow? I mean, I, I think uh, it could be a little closer in the first half, um, not quite necessarily um, as close as the Kentucky game was. Um, but, you know, just the rivalry and, and things of that nature kind of tend to keep getting things close. But I think in the second half, I think uh, Georgia's offense will probably kick into a second gear and that offense um, will, you know, pile up some points and the defense will uh, allow them to win by, I don't know, four or five scores maybe. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing a trend here, Brad. I'm going to give you a couple of numbers. 46 Versus 49. Let me tell you what those mean. Georgia has allowed only 46 points through seven games this season, the best mark since 1971. Florida allowed 49 points in their loss two weeks ago to LSU. Well, I can say that uh, that Florida's strength is running the ball, and Georgia's strength is stopping the run. Uh, so that's where I think it's going to begin and end for the dogs. Jordan Davis, Adam Anderson, Devontae White, and those guys do their job like they've been doing all year, putting out, you know, keeping people to 46 points all year. I don't think Florida has a chance to win this game. You know, throwing all the emotions out of it and the history and everything. You know, Georgia just does what they do. Don't get caught up in the hoopla of the game and all the t locker room talk. Uh, you know, they win this game by more than the spread. Um, you know, granted, I've seen some stranger things happen in Jacksonville. I was down there in 2002 in person when I saw us blow that one. Uh, it was awful. I'll never forget it as long as I live. I can still hear the football hitting Gus Scott's pass as he intercepted DJ Shockley's pass. So, um, you know, I still have nightmares, but I feel like this dog team is different. Uh, you know, they've got a, a lot of uh, confidence right here. Florida, uh, Jackson said, in turmoil, uh, you know, not doing well. We had a couple of decommits this past week in the recruiting class. So Georgia ignores all the, uh, the, the, the talk and just plays their game. We'll look forward to watching that one tomorrow afternoon. We're running out of time here on Bartow's Sports Zone, so we'll remind you again, our high school football coverage tonight begins at 6 p.m. with the countdown to kickoff presented by Glenda Mitchell Law Firm. Don and uh, Matt will have that for you beginning at 6 o'clock. Then their game here on WBHF will be the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes hosting the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. Those two juggernauts... Go head-to-head -to, -head to determine the Region 7-5A championship. Brad and I will have the Bartow Sports Zone game of the week, and that will be Blessed Trinity at Cass from the Doug. We're looking forward to all that coverage. You can listen using the audio player at BartowSportsZone.com, or you can also use the Mix LR app. That's going to wrap it up for this week's show. For Alan Sanders, Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and Nick Sullivan, we thank you for joining us, and we'll do it again next week. Have a great weekend, everybody.